So hello, dear friends, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Nonstop Dan Travel Diaries podcast, where I have the absolute pleasure of Amira's company today. She is one of my best friends. I met her in high school. She is really a boss. Right now, I was just speaking to her last week, like, you are really living the perfect life for a young person. Like, she's doing everything you can imagine. She has the best internship in Gothenburg. She's like killing it socially, um, personally, just spiritually, everything. And I'm just so happy that she found time to come with me and talk on this podcast about her experiences, trying to find time out of her super busy, rocking student schedule to travel and to explore the world with her friends and family and alone sometimes, and she's had some incredible adventures, so I'm so happy she could come. We have loads of great insights in this episode, and I can't wait for you to listen. Uh, As you'll hear, unplanned, we started talking about how much we love Airbnb, and again, I want to say, just like I did in my last video, that you can get $41 off your first Airbnb stay if you go to nonstopdan slash click, which is C-L-I-C-K slash Airbnb, A-I-R, BNB. So nonstop dance slash click slash Airbnb. Enjoy, guys. I'm here with my friend Amira, who, at least in my eyes, is living the perfect young woman's life. She's really going out and doing all these types of adventurous things that, uh, I mean, I'm not like saying this as a man, I'm just saying this in general. Like, I wish every young person could have the same amount of adventure and excitement and uh, still like career orientedness and stuff that she has. So I'm really excited to have her. She's a close friend of mine and uh, we we met in high school like so I guess it's been almost five years now. Yeah, almost. And uh, welcome. <laughs> wow, what an introduction. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you love to travel. You, tell us about your childhood, first of all. Um, I lived in Dubai, Mm -hmm. a central destination with a drive to expand and to grow. So they had a hub to be able to invite everyone there, and which also meant everyone living there could have easy access to the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. My dad is a businessman, and I grew up with him always going on trips and coming back with souvenirs and pictures and adventures and new words from the different languages. And I just love traveling. Mm -hmm. Um... I, my favorite part, I think, was the airport and going to the, like, riding the plane. <laughs> Just uh, like most of my viewers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think this is kind of what bonded us as well, yeah. like, the love for yeah. planes and travel and different models. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But it must have been weird, like, I can't imagine growing up with Emirates as your home airline because they're so much better than most other airlines in the world. So. I, I must admit, I was quite spoiled. Um, <laughs> my standards were so high up there because even on a three-hour flight, you'd get so spoiled. You'd get a vanity kit and you'd get food and you had your in-flight service. And a TV was just a given, a screen, <laughs> like, with games and wet towels. <laughs> that was my default. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, uh, okay, so, like, growing up, what was your... You really traveled all over the world? Um. Yes, mostly. I think it was also because of the climate in Dubai. The summers were unbearable, so we needed to go out, and we didn't have a lot of greenery, and both my parents grew up with greenery and seasons, and they didn't want mm. us to be deprived of that. So we would travel to make yeah. up, 
We would go to Malaysia a lot because it was very easy access, and Asia has great service and good prices. Yeah.、Uh, we'd go to the Mediterranean because it was just breathtaking, and my mom loves the Mediterranean. And we went to Europe a lot because,、mm-hmm. as well, like it's romanticized and、yeah. just, just breathtaking. <laughs>、uh, so uh, yeah. Yeah,、uh, like I think also. Really, wherever you live, like if you don't live in California or somewhere where they have every season at once, it's very nice. Like even if you live in Sweden, Swedes very much enjoy to leave the country because, especially in the winter, it's not so nice here. Many summers, the weather isn't so nice, so people like to go to Spain or、uh, Cyprus or all those places. I definitely agree, and it's also like the warmth of culture. Yeah. Every culture has a different type of feeling it immerses you with, and maybe say India, it's much warmer. Even the tastes and the flavors and the smells are、uh-huh. stronger than Scandinavian. Wait,、example. have you been to India? Not yet. But you've been to the Maldives. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you might have to come visit me in India when I live there. I because, would absolutely love to.、Um, I think it will be very interesting. You know, I've been before, but.、Uh, It is like that's the only place I told other people this that like that's the only place where I felt like it's another planet、mm-hmm. because I feel like everything just was ran ran so differently.、Uh, there was just like people had such a different way of doing things from in Europe and the U.S. that it was kind of hard for me to get used to. I was only there for a week, but I think it would be very fascinating to explore that and like get to learn more. Definitely,、um, just documentaries and movies, and then also. Um, a large chunk of people in India in Dubai are from India, so I've had、mm-hmm. a lot of、um, contact with that culture, and also, for example, restaurants where you just walk by a shop and you can smell the spices and yeah, yeah.、Uh-huh. I'm definitely looking forward to visiting you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we met in high school. We both did the IB, and、uh, as we know, that's quite time-consuming and intense.、Uh, I mean, I don't feel like I traveled so much. I tried to kind of, obviously in the summer, maybe like on one break we'd go somewhere. But、uh, generally, like I didn't travel so much. I don't really remember. I think you also did mostly in the summer in IB, right?、Mm, Or, yeah, I would go on breaks. So some of the、um, sport love. Yeah. <laughs> and some of the spring breaks, I did travel. Okay.、Uh, but I think it's part of my personality. I need a reset button, and even if I stay home, because sometimes there was the responsible option of saying no, I need to stay home. I need to work on my essays. I knew I'd just sit home and procrastinate,、mm. because my brain is just filled, capacity is filled, and I need I need something to push me forward, to get my I don't know the juices flowing in my brain,、mm. excitement, motivation, and that's what I get reloaded, charged with when I travel. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like. To me, it's just so draining to sit and study, and like especially in a place like Sweden, where, as we said, the weather in the winter gets very bad. Like it's just so mentally exhausting to be inside and like just constantly in this one bubble. So when you take a flight somewhere and you get to travel, you're sort of out of that. But now we're both in college,、yes. and、uh, at least for me, I think it's been. I feel like it's easier to travel because. There's not the same.、Um, You're not binded. Exactly, we're adults now. Like we're free. We don't feel like we're obliged to do anything.、Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also maybe we just have more money now. <laughs> True. <laughs> money, freedom. No one's really recording your attendance. And maybe also, I think it's maybe the, the education system now. They're, they're mm-hmm. moving forward to more remote ways that you're... You, they're yeah. not as reliant on everyone being on location. Mm-hmm. You can take your laptop and study from abroad. Definitely, yeah. Especially my school, like where we Definitely. can take classes elsewhere. Yes. Um, or my field, software engineering. I think as mm-hmm. long as you have your laptop and a way to communicate with your uh, group partners or your colleagues, you can go anywhere if you have good internet connection. Yeah. Um, but so you, you're in your, or you just finished your second year of university. Yes. Um, how, like approximately how much have you managed to get away during your time? <laughs> As I said, I get stuck if I don't go around. And, you know, sometimes travel doesn't really mean taking a plane. Sometimes it's just escaping mm-hmm. somewhere close by for a weekend. Um, I've traveled, I'd say quite a lot. Um, I've been on at least six trips abroad this year. Okay, wow. Well. Um... And yeah, yeah. I, uh, last year I spent, I maybe went on a fewer trips, but longer durations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, that's quite a lot, like, especially for someone who's in college and you took several of them during the school year. But then this fall, you're moving to Paris, which is like, it's like a long trip kind of, but it's just an exchange semester. Yes. Um, I think that's also a great way to like get to see new places and then. From Paris, you're so close to the rest of Europe. I must admit, I've already looked at tickets and I've found trips for around 300 crowns, like 30 euros round trip to Barcelona. And I'm mm. already thinking of booking it because yeah. you can spend that easily on a night out or a restaurant. Exactly. And if you can just go and see a completely different place and different words. I love languages like yes. that, really. Oh my God, I love what you said about uh, like a night out because so many college students students especially will say that oh I don't have enough money to travel it's so expensive stuff like that but then they're completely fine with spending like up to a hundred dollars on a night out which is just so bizarre because a hundred dollars at least in Europe is enough for a, like a round trip to anywhere and then you can stay in a like cheap hostel or Airbnb for maybe uh, like 20 to 50 dollars a night Mm-hmm. And food isn't more expensive than it would be at home, or it, it could even be cheaper. Cheaper, yeah. So, it's. I feel like it's just an excuse. Sometimes people might not feel ready to travel, or they might be a little scared. Like I don't know. You need to know what you prioritize. You need to learn mm. yourself. I'm not saying I've learned myself yet, <laughs> but for me, I know that I can equally cherish a night in with my friends or I like going out once in a while but if I do it every weekend then it just becomes this routine it doesn't it loses its essence for me mm-hmm. and I know that that money that I can save but I still don't feel like saving anyway I could just do something that would just fill me with more experience and educate me and show me more of the world uh-huh. than my bubble expand like new neural connections yeah and yeah new exactly. people yeah, and it's like, do you want something you'll re- an experience you'll remember for a long time to come, or a blackout that you won't remember at all, <laughs> yeah. like for the same price, <laughs> or a hangover? Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you, instead of basically losing 
one night like instead of getting a weekend you get a lost day the day after because you're just in bed trying to recover from something you paid for yeah yeah exactly (laughs) but i feel like sometimes even with travel i can get something that is equally negative as a hangover because when it's time to go back like many times okay that's when it's good to have something else to look forward to afterwards but sometimes especially if i go to a place i really like uh it can still be tough to leave, especially when you're going back to like school and homework and responsibilities and you've just been having like a fun weekend away. Um, but I think it's good to remember that like I can always come back here if I want to. Yeah. Uh, and just having that feeling of freedom, like not being tied down in school or financially because most people can find ways to afford travel if they really want to. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, as you said, it's just a question of priorities. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the time aspect is something else. Yeah, I'd say we are young and we have a lot of time to look forward to. But I think people who also say they don't have time, is it's really an excuse, whether it's age or work-wise. You can always fit something in. You can always adjust your schedule. Um, exactly. And what you said about, yeah, feeling upset about coming back home, you know, this gloomy routine or whatever, I understand that. Um, but also, there's always something else to look forward to. And yes, as you said, the place will hopefully stay there more or less. <laughs> it could decay, but it could also thrive. Uh, and you need to know that it gives you a chance to maybe realign your life, your future. Maybe you think you're trying to figure out ways to end up in that place. Like I had a lovely short trip to Amsterdam, which I knew I'd love. But when I was there, I felt the city pump. I loved walking past and just hearing French, English, German, and Dutch simultaneously in almost equal proportion. And I felt the people motivated. I saw the city booming and I just knew I needed to be there. Uh And now I'm trying to see if I could somehow tailor tailor my life to end up studying my master's there, or at least in exchange. Yeah. So a short trip is still a useful thing for you. Yeah, yeah. But so I guess the time thing is also like a big question because so sometimes we travel on weekends, but that can be like tiring and many people want weekends to recharge. So how do you find time in your busy schedule between working and studying and having a life to maintain? Like, how do you find time to travel and all that? And where, like, when? Um, I I prefer weekend trips to begin with. They're more affordable for me. And they're easier to fit in. And my university is quite flexible because I'm fully responsible of the outcome. It's all in my hands. So I look at the schedule. I know when I have assignments to submit. And if I don't, then I try to ask my teachers or the students from the year above me to get a rough estimate. And I start looking at my calendar. I open Skyscanner and other websites and see when the cheapest tickets are. And I start planning. So if I have an assignment due, for example, I try to finish it before. But Mm -hmm. to be honest, that doesn't always happen. And I have a lot of group work. So then I tell them that I will be available as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And Gothenburg doesn't have the best connections always. So I end up having layovers sometimes. Mm -hmm. And instead of just chilling... I use those that time to work. Yeah, great. And on the plane too, like Definitely. at least I try to download my readings or something so that 
I can make the best possible use out of the time.、Mm-hmm. Um, I found myself to be extra productive writing essays、mm, on planes,、yeah. which was actually quite shocking. <laughs> I agree, because there's no distractions. Like, I mean, sometimes there's a, there's a TV, but rarely in Europe. And like,、yeah. even then, I just feel like, wow, this is such a good time to just write. And it's easy to get in the flow. Like, because、mm-hmm. on the ground, also a big distraction for me is a refrigerator. Like, if I have <laughs> access to food, I'm just like all the time thinking about it, thinking about it. Okay, now I've written five sentences. Should I go check if there's anything new in the fridge?、Mm-hmm. And like in a college dorm, you always have a fridge in your room. Like,、mm-hmm. you can't really escape it. But on a plane, usually there is an unlimited food and you can't really go just grab it. And no Wi Fi access. I、yeah. mean, you could, but you have to pay for it.、Yeah. And is it really worth it? No.、Mm. Because I know I will start typing and then I'll be like, oh, or a destination or a TV show or a random question. Like, I don't know.、Yeah. How does that really work? And then <laughs> it, it starts with one. Like, tab and then ends up with 15 tabs yeah, open yeah. and YouTube videos and documentaries. And、uh-huh. next thing I know is it's midnight and I haven't really done anything. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, and, isolation. And, <laughs> but what I've learned, like, this year, especially the second semester, because I was spending so much time studying and I used to be such a bad procrastinator, like, my entire life would just be studying the entire afternoons, like, everything would just be studying every day. And then when I got back to San Francisco after the winter break, Uh, I had bad jet lag, so I was going to bed at like 8 or 9 p.m. and waking up maybe at 4 or 5, just because that's where my body clock was comfortable. And then I sort of stayed in that rhythm. So both me and Oscar just stayed,、uh, okay, not quite 8 p.m., but like maybe 10 p.m. to 6 a.m.、Mm-hmm. And then I realized that regardless of how many readings I have, like if I have 100 pages, I can do it in the three hours between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. when classes start. It's just about. If you decide that this is all the time I'm gonna allocate to myself, you get it done. Like, it's all about if I give myself a, a whole afternoon, those same readings will take eight hours. But now, because I limit it,、um, it's so much more effective. And I think the same thing goes for travel. Like, if you just go, don't worry about、uh, so much the time or like,、yes. what will I miss? Just do it. You'll find ways to fit in what you need to do around it. I couldn't agree more. And you'll get this、more. incredible experience. I couldn't agree more. You're under pressure and you perform better.、Mm-hmm. You don't waste your time writing useless sentences. You just get to the point, you do your work because you also have a reward at the end of it, really. You need to get this done to be able to enjoy your trip more. Yeah. Yes, yes. So it's like a motivation to. Exactly. And, like, I mean, obviously, this kind of applies for people with jobs as well, not only students.、Mm-hmm. Because, okay, so they might say, like, oh, I have more responsibilities.、Mm-hmm. Maybe they have, like, kids and stuff. Well, they can bring their family or they can go for a weekend. But the difference is that most of the times they don't actually have something they bring home with them. Like, we bring home schoolwork and universities. So if you're working, then it might be even easier. Easier to find some time to do it. Yes.、Know? If you have a job that you leave at the job, then、mm. you definitely are more able to and you're more free. You don't have anything tying you down. This is what I feel we have with university. There is always something in the back of our heads reminding us of a, a current task or a future assignment or brainstorming.、Um, and then children obviously don't have experience, but <laughs> they're like, You know, depending on your interests, you always find, especially now with all the accessibility, you always find a plan or a deal or a community where 
people will give you tips and ideas on how to get the most for your value. Exactly. Um, and also, if you have kids, like, talk about an incredible childhood if you take, a, wow, yeah. like, trips every month to new places. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, it's more expensive if you're going to bring your kids. But, again, like, in Europe, sometimes it can be so cheap, especially if you plan ahead. Mm-hmm. Like, now EasyJet fly to Berlin. It's, like, 100, oh my God. like, 15 euros. I saw that, yeah. and I couldn't believe my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheaper than a dinner. Yeah, li- literally. And Berlin is also capital, so you really have this huge range. You can go super exquisite and luxurious, or you could go really cheap and minimal. And also, we have things like couch surfing. I haven't tried it, and I don't really know if I'd be comfortable with it yet. Mm-hmm. But you have the option to try new things. Yeah. And then last summer I spent over a month and I only really needed to buy plane tickets because I did a thing called Workaway where I volunteered. Oh, yes. And I basically got to spend a month in France for so little and I learned so much and I got very immersed in the French culture and I got to volunteer and meet incredible people from all over the world. So now I basically have friends in Argentina, in New Zealand, and I have this American couple who keep on traveling around the world and posting <laughs> pictures and they keep on driving me. So That's awesome. based on the community you follow, you'll find like-minded people who just keep on pushing you to move uh-huh. further and look exactly, wider. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And if, uh, something you made me think of is that uh, I, I may be guilty of this myself, but I always think that, like, further is better. So I'm like, ooh, like, there's these incredible beaches in Southeast Asia or something. Mm-hmm. But then most of the time it's actually, like, no, if I live in San Francisco, I could actually just go down to Mexico, which is, like, three hours away and get an equally nice beach. Or if you live in Europe, you can go around. You don't have to go super far yeah. just to have something nice especially if you're taking shorter trips like that definitely i usually so i study and at the same time i tutor and i have another job Uh, and now during the summer i'm working so i'm trying to always collect money from here and there and i don't really want to blow it all off on one trip Mm. Uh, so i usually have a budget i think i try to find a ticket round trip for 150 euros maximum Mm So it's always around me, somehow, more or less. And then I always try to find something cheap but central so I can walk. Because I love getting lost in cities. This is how (laughs) I love exploring places. Um, But But So what type of places do you usually stay in? I've used Airbnb. Mm, I found... I prefer it too. You get a lot of value. Mm. Um, Hotels... Unless they're five-star hotels, they're just losing their touch on me right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, you can definitely get Airbnbs that are four-star hotel quality yeah. for like a third of the price. Exactly. And also friends. Mm-hmm. Make use of your friends. Yeah. It'll be amazing to reconnect with them. And they'll have fun showing you around. And also, they don't really need to babysit you. You can just agree on a time you'll meet up if they have their own plans. And you just explore and meet new people. Uh, but also sometimes taking sitting in a car and just going for one hour away to a new place you haven't explored yet is a fantastic way to to learn Uh, more even about yourself or for example with my family we went to Varberg recently which is just 14 minute drive away and we found these beautiful white sand beaches in Sweden wow with amazing water and you're like (laughs) no one talks about no one does and well, actually, okay, yeah, one one cool point. They even you can even surf there. Wow. Yeah, but uh, and then I found that it was mentioned in Vogue. 
Vogue US, yeah, no I think. No one in Sweden Paris. knows about it. Yeah. In Sweden, it's like, yeah, Varberg, eh, meh. But it's amazing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I also certainly feel guilty of this. And I think most people are that, like, I've never been to Helsinki. I haven't really explored Oslo too much. Like, there's so many amazing places to see in the vicinity as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, even there, going to, like, Brussels instead of going somewhere very nearby that you could drive to just you want to like if you live somewhere that's where you should want to see the most Mm -hmm. because then the more you explore the more you might find places you love and that you can go to often because you live there Mm -hmm. um instead of just like living in one place and constantly going away to find other places yeah and speaking of what you said about the further the better i actually just got a like a realization before when we weren't so connected and didn't have this easy access to the world the further you traveled the more exotic and different it was Mm -hmm. whereas now we have so many i i spend a lot of time watching travel documentaries (laughs) so you you have a lot of insight into how the cultures abroad live and also like globalization is just Mm -hmm. in every moment so a lot of people from weird quote-unquote exotic places are now living amongst us so you don't really have to go that far away because you can find it with it like in your area yeah just go to like uh he's singing or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah like you can find the peruvian restaurant here and then start to talk to the owners and oh my god have you been to the peruvian restaurant in mas not yet oh my god it's so good i went like two nights ago (laughs) okay by the way (laughs) (laughs) good point i'll put it on the side um yeah i mean (laughs) Uh, I was a little crazy because la so we have how many breaks we have like four small breaks per year besides summer and winter break at our university so we have like uh, the week so we never have classes on Friday so it's like Friday Saturday Sunday Monday and Tuesday are off mm-hmm. so then we have like a half week but during one of those I actually went to Singapore to visit our friend April Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it takes like a day and a half to fly there. So we were mm. there for about two days and that was just crazy, but like, and expensive, but it just shows that it is it's possible. Doable. Like, even if you have five days off, you don't have to like limit yourself. That is definitely enough to go somewhere nearby. If you can yeah. even go, uh, like what, what was it? 15 time zones to Singapore fly for like 20 hours in total, then, uh, really, Anything is possible. <laughs> On, true. You're living the life, by the way. Uh, well, a very different life. <laughs> different. Inspiring. Yeah. Um, so what about... Uh, I read this article today. Wow, now we're really going into weird stuff. But uh, <laughs> it was like about how... I had no idea this was a thing, but it's like travel hookups. And it's like... People love to travel somewhere far away so that they can have this romantic fling and then they come back and it's history. And I was like, what? This happens? Like, I had no idea people traveled or people like did this when they traveled. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, like, yeah, I just think it's so interesting. And I think maybe that's what a lot of people our age do. I'm like an old man on the inside. But uh it's like a very romantic like what do you think about it it's just like to me it's i think i see the allure but i I don't know i think it's very romantic i think it's more of a movie thing (laughs) 
might have might have not happened with me once <laughs> but you know i think you become more <laughs> you, you become more of a in a way risk taker because yeah. no strings attached i mean you don't have to you, you know it could just be meeting a new person and you just click and you know that you can have a bit of fun and you could stay friends but you also know that you don't have to stay friends you can just explore new places together or do something together and then it's just that uh-huh. uh yeah but i mean yeah i definitely do know like people who especially on extended trips meet someone and yeah. i think it's nice like i love traveling so. uh-huh it's, yeah, like, I've also spoken a bit in one of my podcast episodes about traveling solo and how amazing it is to meet people wherever you go. Mm. Of course, if you're in a relationship, you don't meet those type of people. Mm. But uh, there's still, that's, like, another benefit that, like, I could even, I met another Swede when I was in Paris, like, trying to learn Swedish at our... French. <laughs> oh, yeah, trying to learn Swedish in, in Paris. Paris. Uh, I'll keep that in mind <laughs> when I'm in Paris. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, like what I was trying to improve my French, and we like really hit it off. She lives in Stockholm, so that's far away, obviously. But I was like, wow, I made a really good Swedish friend mm-hmm. in Paris. Mm-hmm. Like you just, um, being abroad, you have more obviously more in common with people like from the same place as you. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that's a really good way to yeah. make lifelong friends. And I, mean, well. I was talking about it as well because I, I think solo traveling is very fun. I like not having a backup. You know, when you travel with your friend, if you you don't you're not pushed in the same way. You can just turn back to your friend. Like I traveled with my bro- with my brother recently, and I didn't really feel the need to socialize with everyone else. Or I was like mm-hmm. meh. But last year when I traveled alone, I just met so many people and I was walking one day back to the train and this couple just, like, they just moved from the sidewalk to give me some space and I'm like, thank you. And then there, we were talking in English, although we were in France, but they said, thank you. Uh, No, I told them thank you in French, actually. And then they replied in French and then they were like, sorry, from here in English. And we started talking and then we get to the train. And I wasn't very sure, should I just leave them and sit by myself or sit with them? And then it, it was just so awkward. It happened like in a, in a blink. I ended up sitting with them and we were, we just, basically I signed a contract to them for 40 minutes on the train. <laughs> it was so, so, so wonderful. And then when I left them, they said, oh, we'll talk about this girl we met on the train this oh. evening over dinner. And I said, and I will mention you to like my friends because you're this lovely couple that will always stay and be a part of my memory yeah oh i love that but that kind of stuff creeps me out when i'm like i thank god for facebook because some people i'm like back in the day when you used to travel you can make really close friends Mm. but you know you'll never see them again like Mm. you might get their address but then they move and they're gone now if you're connected on facebook you can follow them through life like you could be like hey i'm coming to australia and you text them yeah uh so that like makes it a lot easier i think to make more like long-term friends when traveling definitely we're so connected Um, nowadays yeah but uh it's really interesting about like traveling alone especially when you're young Mm -hmm. because i know like a lot of people do it uh but to me the thought 
I don't know, the thought of traveling alone has always made me like a little bit scared and a little bit, a little bit sad mm-hmm. because I'm like, oh, well, why wouldn't I have a friend to go with, you know? And obviously I do, and now I have uh, Oscar, or I've had him for a long time. <laughs> but uh, But it's just like, I think... Sometimes it's nice to, it's nice to travel with friends and you get good memories together. But uh first of all you need to make sure you're very close to them and you know them very well before you like go on a trip. Yeah. Um but everyone should trust that when they do go they will be fine whether they're alone or with someone else as long as they like stay safe. Mhm. Um y- you need to be aware, you need to be responsible. You cannot be naive. Mm-hmm. You you need to be confident and you need to be strong. And you must. I think it's also good to be able to make eye contact, just to establish yourself, yeah. and establish your zone. So if you don't want to, if you feel uncomfortable, that you can make it clear that, you know, like, no, give me my space, or just move. Mm-hmm. And also, <laughs> move. Yeah, <laughs> you move. <laughs> You're like bye. <laughs> um, yeah. But, exactly. Um, but you know, also about being shy, I was talking with, about it with my friend today. You can make friends and you can meet like minded people even by some like icon or some graphics on your t shirt. You know, you'll always have something to bond or even a book. Yes. It's so naive and it's also so movie like. Yeah. But if I'm sitting in a train across someone reading a book I like, if our eyes meet and we smile, then I'll be like, oh, what do you think of it? You know, it's uh-huh. a, it's, it's such a simple conversation uh-huh. starter. And I don't know, but I get a rush when I meet someone and I find them interesting and we just like each other and then it might even become a friendship. I get excited by that. Yeah. And then you make more and more friends to visit around exactly. the world, which exactly. makes it even cheaper to travel yes. like, as a student and stuff. But so you graduate college next summer already. I can't which believe is it. Insane. <laughs> uh, what are you gonna? What do you want to do then? Um, I know that I would like to take a master's in interaction design, but I am thinking I didn't take a gap year. I so I'm thinking of taking a language course, distance, mm. and using my the money I have to travel. Um, I have friends again. Or? No, so I'm going to be spending four and a half five months in France now mm-hmm. and I spent a lot of time in France last year as well I just yeah. love France and I I think it's really the French it just tingles my ears yeah um and we also had like a very lovely French teacher in we did <laughs> we did and I also have a French friend um so yeah it's just great uh I'm not sure I I know that like Asia is such a common uh, teenage, all the young people, yeah, do it. yeah, yeah, early twenties destination. But I'd like to go explore parts of China and India. Mm. Um, but I would also like to go to Morocco, and I would love to go back to Portugal. I think like a part of my soul was also in Portugal, Portugal and France. I don't know. Mm, I've and never been to Portugal. <laughs> it's lovely and cheap, and the people are so friendly and kind. And lemon trees, oh, lemon trees—they make me so happy. Uh, the water is everywhere, and I just fell in love with surfing. So I would like to go to a few more surf camps. Mm-hmm. And how I found surfing was, as actually, it just tore some of my ligaments in my knees, <laughs> and I spent 
several weeks on the bed and after one week of Netflix, my brain was about to explode. Um, sorry, I just started looking at travel deals and I found the surfing deal that was so affordable. And in that moment right there and then, I completely forgot about my knee. I forgot about all the painkillers I was taking to be able to just keep my mind away from the pain. And I just, you know, it was like I got sedated and I just bought this trip and I was elated. I was so happy. It was so affordable, so cheap. And I, I explored a lovely place. I would have probably not go, gone to Portugal otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned a new skill and I found the sport that I absolutely loved. Ah, surfing. surfing. Sometimes even in the worst circumstances, you can still make something great out of it. Exactly. And also like coming back to crazy schedules. Somehow, because it was a deal and you're binded to like certain weeks where you can travel, I ended up buying and reserving all of this. And I got by just because I trust in the universe. Like, I know everyone has their different beliefs, but I trust that everything happens for the best and that you need to be confident and take some decisions and the universe will realign for you. Like, that's just me. Um, but I somehow ended up booking the right week. So basically, I had a deadline, and I submitted the essay, I went to the airport, and then I spent the week in Portugal, and then I came back straight to my oral exam. So that week that I traveled in was actually my free week, and it I was just mind-blown, because it could have been that my oral exam was, you know, that, uh, it, everything just aligned. So sometimes you just need to be, just be confident with the decisions you take. Yeah. And... If it's not like schedule wise, it will somehow sort itself out. Uh-huh. Always does. Yeah, I I just want to talk more about costs, like the mm-hmm. last little thing, because uh, so we said it's like attainable, but I'm wondering. So in I guess in high school, I made about uh, I, when I was working, I made about maybe seven eight hundred dollars a month, mm-hmm. which I would like not really spend that much of. You know, I'd go out for dinner sometimes and stuff, but then I'd put it away. So I. I could always afford to travel on every break if I wanted to. I could even go to the U.S. with... And that's not so much money, you know? Like, most mm-hmm. people who are working, even a part-time job, mm-hmm. could make that. Yeah. Um, at least in the West. And especially if you keep your eyes peeled out for deals. They're always, there's exactly. always some deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so, I think... As you said, like, you could fly... So, for example, I went to Portland. I think I paid about $150 round trip. Okay, Mm -hmm. there you have the flights. Then Airbnb, split it with Oscar. You can split it with a friend or whoever. Maybe that was another $100 for three nights for Mm -hmm. just me. Then food. Okay, we were eating out quite a bit. So, maybe like $30 a day. So, that's another $100. So, uh, what's that? $350 for like three days in Portland, which... I mean, it's quite a bit of money, but there you have your trip of the month. And, like, it's yeah. only half of the income. You only have to work to make, like, three, $400, and you can take yeah. an amazing trip like that. Yeah. Um, I, yes, that's the perk with having someone to travel with. You split the mm, yeah. accommodation cost. Uh, but as I said, like, last year, I was tight in money, but I knew I needed to be in France. So I... I found I heard about work away from a friend and I just made it happen. I just went through I think 50 pages of possible hosts and I just started contacting those I liked and then we started like establishing connection and 
communicating and seeing if we work together. And then I found two of the most incredible hosts. I couldn't be more grateful. Uh, now uh, I make more money because, as I said, like I have part-time jobs and I try to collect and I eat at home. Mm. I Sometimes I do eat out, but I try and... Like, it's not really if, that I try or I don't try. I just end up saving money. Uh, when I travel, I do eat out, but I also go to the supermarket and buy stuff because or I go I know that okay yeah I think it's really in your mentality right now I'm a student and I'm just embracing the student life I don't need to go to a five-star restaurant I know that one day I will but that's when I've established myself and I probably have like a a well-paying job and a home (laughs) right now I'm not and I think I like the fact that I can't do that because it pushes me to see the other side of things. I mm. like that I don't go to the hotel where a doorman opens the door and welcomes me by my name. Yeah. Because right now I'm not in that age or situation. I like having, you know, to go up in this Airbnb, for example, in Warsaw. We stayed in... The, the apartment was nice, but to get up there through the stairs, the walls were, like, peeled off. And oh, my God. <laughs> it, it had this rustic old feeling yeah. that I was when craving. When you check in, you're like, what is this? Yeah, thing? I was like, um... <laughs> or, you know, we had to understand the keys, like, how to... I don't know, nothing was clear. And it's all an adventure. It adds to the adventure. And it mm-hmm. adds, I think, when one day I'll tell my kids about my travels, it's so much, I think, sweeter if I can give them the, ch- the student version as well. And then when they will be growing up with me, we will have our nice, proper family vacation. But then they'll have their own adventures and they'll yeah. also set off on this low budget, maybe, for example, Portugal. Uh, I couldn't find any cheap flights and I wanted to find a cheap flight. So I ended up having a layover, a very long layover. Or at least the option was to have an eight-hour layover. And I was like, no, you know what? Let's, um, let's make the most out of this. Let's make it a 30-hour layover. And, and then I can explore the city, for example. So make the most out of your current situation. You don't need, like, you see so many influencers nowadays flashing the five-star life. Yeah. But you can also find people who show you how to have incredible, affordable trips. Mm-hmm. It's just about the mindset. I Thank you so much again for your time, Amira. Like, I know you're so busy, so I really appreciate you coming to share your adventures with us. But before we go, I just want to know if you have like one inspirational sentence or one thing to leave everyone with to make them step out of their comfort zone, stop uh, thinking that they don't have enough money or they don't have enough time. What, what, what would you say? Um, I didn't until now. I just realized trust in yourself. Because when you trust in yourself, you find a way to make things work. Uh, You either find like a simple tutoring job or something. So you'll solve the money issue. If you don't have friends, but you trust in yourself, you know that you'll be able to make new acquaintances, new relations. And you'll also have the confidence to do more than you thought you could do. So trust in yourself. All right, that was it. That was my podcast with my wonderful friend, Amira. You guys can go follow her. She gave me uh, permission to tell you about her Instagram. Her name is Amira 
underscore da. So A-M-E-E-R-A underscore D-A on Instagram where you can find her. Also, we did speak about Airbnb and you can actually earn $41 off your first day if you go to nonstopdan.com slash click slash Airbnb. As always, thanks so, so much for listening, guys. I am really loving this podcast and I'm so excited to have more incredible guests. But until I talk to you all next Monday, fly safe.